This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your official station to talk jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Here we suck. go, it's Friday, football Friday on the fan, 502, the Eddie Scazzeri, what's up, big basketball night, Al Dukes has his Princeton hoodie on, you look like you're about to rob the Chase Bank downstairs, but other than that, you look fantastic, what's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry, yes, I'm wearing my Princeton hoodie, which I purchased this week, it's probably going to be returned because I got it off of Amazon, and uh, I think they sent me a used one. Really? Yeah, the tag was cut out. Mm, that doesn't mean it's used. That could come from a place, a fulfillment place that doesn't have tags on new hoodies. Add the stuff we sell. No, I mean, it looks like it was cut out. Oh. Like there's a place where the tag was. Oh. And it's cut. Oh, that's different. And it's just, it's crap. It's cheap. You don't they like it. It's a cheapo, terrible, the hood is a disaster. Well, here's on it. the good thing. The it's good the, thing is it's Amazon and yeah. you can bring it back today. You support Princeton today. Exactly. And you're done with it. Right, and now you could bring. Not only can you bring your Amazon returns back to Kohl's, the as Kohl's you know, tremendous. Whole Foods also takes them. Really? Out. Yep. Well, Amazon owns Whole Foods yeah. now, so it's going go. right back. That's perfect. You get a day out of it, and it's back. Absolutely, Jerry. pretty good. Did you stay up to watch these games? Uh, no, I'm a Princeton fan only, Jerry. I'll be. Uh, You're up tonight. I'll be up tonight, nine o'clock. TBS. I already checked my channel guide. One slight problem: I don't currently have TBS. <laughs> So I'm, put on the app. Uh, you're you're s- an app guy. Yeah, you still need oh to have TBS in order to access the app. I thought you could get the NCAA tournament thingamajig. I no, you got to sign in with your cable because everybody wants so their out. money. Oh, yeah. Well, I could do like a free trial, Fubu right. TV or something. Just like I signed up for my free trial for YouTube uh, yesterday. Perfect. Very excited about it. So this is a, I have a Princeton shirt that I bought that I'm going to return. I can sign up for one uh, week FUBU trial day, and I get all my action. <laughs> you got the whole weekend right in front of you. They're taking on Creighton, Jerry. I they, have no idea where Creighton is, who Creighton is. They're Don't in the care. Big East. Yeah, they're no. going to get their butts whooped by a bunch of nerds tonight. They do play St. John's every year. Oh, yeah? So Rick Patino better be ready. For Creighton. Creighton. <laughs> yes. You had some good games. I, I know didn't watch them, and I didn't stay up what either. What was the big game last night? Well, you, so... It I, was an upset, yeah? You had... Well, Florida Atlantic won. Oh, okay. It's fine. I mean, they've won three in a row. They're in the Elite. I don't think they've ever won a tournament game prior to this week, last week. Now they've won three in a row. So that's okay. cool. Yeah, I guess. That's cool for them. That's yeah, fine. Uh, it'd be cooler if it was like, you know, St. Peter's or FDU. I don't really care much about Florida Atlantic other than... 
It's in Boca Raton. I was going to say you could rattle oh, off a bunch man. of a bunch of big schools in Florida and never get to Florida Atlantic. I mean, you got the oh, Gators, absolutely. you got the Seminoles, you got the Hurricanes, yeah. you got the USF Bulls, Central Florida, which Central is in Tampa. Florida. What Cent- was it? What was the place Central that Florida the Russo Orlando. went to? Orlando. I'm sorry. Where would the Russo go? In Florida, Eddie? It wasn't Stetson. No. no. I know where he went because my sister's old boyfriend went there 100 years ago oh, when she was on. in high school. He t- used to talk about it all the yeah. time. I don't remember. Damn it. But you see, so you had, they won, yes. You also had um, the Michigan State game was outstanding. They wound up losing uh, in overtime. They were down five late. They come back, they tie it, then they lose in overtime. All right, fine. The kid sets the record for assists in an NCAA tournament game. And then you had UCLA you, uh, lose where the kid Strother hits a big three late. But you had a Mick Cronin. He's the head coach of the Bruins, who I, right. I know you're familiar with. Sure. Uh, he was less than pleased. Now, they lost. You understand that. A couple of things here. Number one, I saw this at the Big Ten tournament with Steve Peichel, too, where Michigan took forever to get through the interview process. And Peichel had to wait a long time to actually talk to the media. And this was after a win, and it was still annoying. UCLA lost. Their season ended. Here was Mick Cronin last night. Okay, we're joined in the interview room by UCLA head coach Mick Cronin, as well as student athletes Tiger Campbell and Jaime Hawkes Jr. Coach, opening statement. I don't have one. My opening statement is it just took 33 minutes to get me in here, which is ridiculous. Any questions? Love it. Uh, No, I don't. And then this one's funny, too. I guess they have a player who was a little banged up that didn't play. This He was salty. Mick, can you talk about the decision to not play a Dumbona? Uh, he wasn't able to play. T- too much pain? or He wasn't able to play. If I wanted to elaborate, I would elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> this guy needs to go coach in the NBA. <laughs> so He's funny. terrific. Rollins well, College, by the way, Rollins, he just texted me. It. Yes, Rollins College. By the way, why... So you so say funny. like the 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 winning. So Tom Izzo and Michigan State they meet the media first. Well, Is yes. So it it's it's see it depends. It's funny in the Could, Big Ten tournament. It was supposed to be the losing team goes first, winning team second, and then it came to our attention winning team go first because the losing team sometimes spends more time with their team. So they changed it. So when Rutgers beat Michigan. Michael goes over to the interview room because they had won, but Jawan Howard had jumped in quick. Like, I guess before he went to the locker room, he jumped in first, and it took forever. So in this case, I don't know. I guess they had to go second. I don't know. But to me, 33 minutes doesn't seem like an exorbitant amount of time. I happen to agree with you unless, unless you're just standing there waiting. Like sometimes maybe the kids are with their family. Maybe you're not going to address them. Maybe you want to talk to them at the hotel later. I don't know. And they just want to get the hell out of there. Meantime, you're sitting there for a half hour, question after question, like, let's go. I think when I used to cover the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the teams down there, maybe this is different for professional teams, but, like, you had a choice to make. Did you want to go into the Bucks mm-hmm. room to get sound and hear from them or from their opponent? Right. No one was waiting around for the other one to get done. So I guess that's different. This is different because it's a national event. And in the Big Ten tournament, same thing. Yeah. There's one interview room oh. where they bring so that every reporter gets a chance to talk to the coach and the specific players. You heard in that clip, he mentioned the players that were there with Cronin. But he was, and I get it. I mean, pissed, understandable. They were the two seed. They were a really good team. They're out. He was, would you say, Jerry, ornery? He was ornery. 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 How about this? Pissed. He was pissed. Now, is yes. Princeton favored tonight? I would doubt it. They're the 15th seed, Al. No, but I don't know. This Creighton could have been the 16 seed. We don't know, Jerry. You really think a 15 is playing a 16? 
Maybe at this point. I don't know if they both it's, won. It's not a It doesn't work that way? It's not a 15 no. or 16. <laughs> now, I'm not allowed to bet. I, I don't bet now anyway, but I yeah. wouldn't be allowed to bet this because the New Jersey. I can't bet it in New Jersey because it's Princeton. Is that Correct. true? Correct. You cannot bet this game. I do not believe. Now, I know they're not in New Jersey, but I don't think you're allowed to wager on any New Jersey colleges. Okay. I'm almost certain of it. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think so. I'm not a betting man anyway, Jerry. No, I know you're not. 9 p.m., this game, is this the Yum Yum Center? Is this where they're playing in Louisville? The Yum Yum Center, Jerry? I think. I know it's frankly, in Louisville. You're I'm... making that up. No, I'm not. I think it's the Yum Yum Center. I think it's the Bubble Yum Center. Jerry. No, I'm serious. I think KFC. Is it KFC? Oh, they have on. the now Yum Yum Center? That sounds fake. No, I don't think it. Hold on. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Hold I think on. You're a making second. stuff up, Jerry. No, I don't think so. Hold I think on. They're a playing second. in the Sour Patch no, Kids I'm Arena. Not. I'm sorry, I did get it wrong. It's the KFC Yum Center. KFC it's like Yum Yum Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> yes, the the KFC Yum Center, mm. not Yum Yum. I miss yum. the days, Jerry, when we just named it after like we had cool arena names. I agree. I'm not go. I, I don't like all this. And the media, why can't we just call it what it was? Like, you why did can't hear I... the? Did you 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 watched that thing on Pornhub? You saw the rumor about Madison Square Garden. And Brazzers? I did not see that. Yeah. I'm just, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, how did I miss that? I was really locked into that Pornhub documentary on Netflix. How did I miss that part? The Brazzers Garden. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I mean. This, the uh, sponsorships are nuts. We've lost something, Jerry. Like, I don't mind. This sounds funny. I, I So the rack at Rutgers, phenomenal. And a lot of people still call it the rack. I actually don't mind Jersey Mike's Arena because Jersey's in it. Yes. It makes a little bit of sense. Some of these are are bonkers. So why do some places like Madison Square Garden just keeps it at Madison Square Garden? Um, Because the same reason I thought, this is my guess, the same reason I thought that the Cowboys were not naming their stadium for about five years when they built it. I thought they were sending a message, we're above it, we don't need the extra dollars. And Well, and then it became AT&T Stadium. Yeah. I don't know. Yankee Stadium. I love the fact that it's just Yankee Stadium. City Field works for me with the Mets because it sounds like New York City. Correct. Even though that is a sponsorship. But there's certain things that work and make sense. Calling something the Yum Yum Center. Well, the KFC Yum Center. Yeah, that sucks. Now, Louisville is in Kentucky, correct? It is. So it does work to a certain extent, but it's not the Kentucky Yum Center. It's the KFC Yum Center. No, it's weird. I agree. All I agree. these things. I can't what do you even t- think is the wack? So if I had to ask you, would you say just top of mind that's the wackiest the one yum, you've heard? The Yum Yum Center? Yeah, it's got to be because it's, it's silly. I don't even know what that means. Like, I understand what KFC is. That's a chicken place. What is Yum Yum? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a fake All right, I have, game show. I have the 12 strangest names. All right. This is according to uh, this is Bleacher Report. No, Bleacher Report. All right, so this one, I agree with this one. This is the White Sox called Guaranteed Rate Field. Stupid. How about where the Pelicans play? Smoothie King Center. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. awful. Number 10, the KFC Yum Center. There we are. So it does get worse than this. What the hell is that? Oh, this is Scottish football, no. No, we need American <laughs> arenas. I got to tell you, though, this one's called the Tony Macaroni Arena. <laughs> Where's that at? <laughs> That's in, in Scotland, I guess. Oh, Scotland. Um, the Suns play at Talking Stick Resort Arena. Dumb. That's the casino. I agree. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Where the Flames play, it's called the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Okay, fine. It's a bank. Oh, this one's nice. Dayton football. They play at the Welcome Stadium. I don't know. I'll, what... uh, I'll take that. 
<laughs> Come on. What is going on here in Europe? How about this one? Where the Castle Field the Castle Ford Tigers rugby team plays. Mend your hose jungle. <laughs> mend your hose? I beg your pardon, Jerry. I'll mend my hose when I want to mend my hose. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Um, the Cardinals, you know, University of Phoenix Stadium. That's fine. That's easy. I, I can't even pronounce this. It's a cricket stadium. Uh, this is another one in Scotland, eh. and then another one. In, oh, yeah, so like uh, we do still have some integrity, right? Like Yankee Stadium, Madison Square Garden. Yes, Fenway Park, Fenway Park, Wrigley correct. Field. Mm-hmm. Even though it was named after the Wrigley Chewing Gum. Well, family. that is probably one of the first. Yeah, but I, I, that feels like that was named for the family, and not for chewing gum. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah, because they own the team. Possible. And how about where the Lakers and Clippers play? Well, right now Staples it's... Center? No. Well, it was. Oh. Now it's uh, Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not working out. Although Crypto.com is still around. I mean, yeah. it's not like it's that's gone. Yeah, I didn't like Staples Center either. That's like too much in I your agree. face. I agree. I completely agree. I See, I don't have a problem. I wish what they would do would be name the court or the field. Yes. So even if the Yankees wanted to say, you know, I know it's like Steinbrenner Field in Tampa, if they called it Chase Field at Yankee Stadium or, you know, Ford Ford Court at Madison Square Garden. I mean, that to me makes sense, yeah, but it's still the arena is what it's called. Right. They do that at Arrowhead Stadium. Yes, the that's right. have uh, the name. Some... Is it Geisha Field? Geisha? Isn't that what it's called? Oh, it's Gigia Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Where do the Chiefs play? It's Yum Yum Field at Chiefs Arrowhead it's Stadium. Yum Yum Field dot com. It oh. is called. Dee, dee, dee. Ah, I'm sorry, Giha Field. Giha? Yeah, I, I, that's how you pronounce it. G E H A Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, I like that. That's okay to me. Because then I could still go. Oh, that's Arrowhead. Right. You could 100. percent I still call it Chase Stadium though, Jerry. But that's just me. Chase Stadium has been imploded. Well. As has the vet oh, the in vet. Philadelphia. That dump. Three Rivers. Gone. Yeah. PNC Park. Also. It's actually interesting to think how many. So you name like Wrigley, Fenway, and Yankee Stadium. Would that be it? Those are the for classics. Major League Baseball? If you like just thinking quickly. Oh, Dodger Bush. Stadium. Bush Stadium. Well, it's Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, but it's all named after the owners, the Bush owners. Yeah, that's a dicey one, though. Yeah, I don't know. I but don't Dodger know. Stadium is still Dodger Stadium. <laughs> That's true. So I gave you another one. All right. So go. it's really the big teams with the big money already. They don't need to be sellouts of their stadiums. The, the Lakers. Well, that's, that's other a than pretty the big team. That's true. And the Boston Celtics. The TV Giants Bank. and Jets. Yeah, it's true. Pretty big too, teams. That life. Yeah. Yeah, all right. They all suck. <laughs> you all suck. Right? Even the Rams out there are SoFi Stadium yeah. in Los Angeles. I don't mind it if it's a place where I like. I don't know. Have no idea what SoFi is. We don't have a SoFi here, so it uh, doesn't seem like I a- have an investment account with SoFi. Well, excuse I do. me. No, no, trust me. Don't excuse yourself. It's got about six hundred dollars in it. Why are you in that? <laughs> Put what do it you in mean? your other stuff. What, like, why would you open an account with just six hundred dollars? Well, because it's lost about six hundred dollars. Oh. <laughs> uh, I try to diversify. I have accounts with TD Bank, Chase. I have SoFi, you're waiting for another bank. You're waiting for another bank collapse, and you want to well, make sure you're you're insured with your $250,000. Let's put it this way. I'm far under the $250,000, so I'm FDI short all over the place. So really rich people, they have to just have tons and tons of bank accounts? I'm Boomer well, you, So did you see the quote from Giannis? <laughs> what did he say? 
He said he's got his money spread out in over 200 banks. Yeah, because if you're only FDIC insured or 250 grand. Correct. And let's say even if you only had $5 million, Jerry, five times four is 20. You would need to be in 20 banks. So this was, this isn't even because of the collapse from a couple of weeks ago. This is dated April 2022. Uh, Giannis tells, let's see, this is a, so a, a stories all over the place. He puts his money in over 50 banks because his team owner taught him about investing and making sure he carefully watches his money and is FDI insured. You know, it's also cool if you're in 50 banks, you're always near an ATM without a fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of debit cards. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find my TD bank debit card. Let me go through these 50 other ones I have. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, yes, extremely careful. Has has accounts at over 50 banks, each containing $250,000. <laughs> that's cool. That's what I would but do. But that's not even enough, though. Think right, about no, it's it. It's not even close. If he's probably him. making $40 million a year... Ten would be two point five million. So fifty banks is what? Nothing. Well then I guess you, I guess when you have investments, those are those can be in other yeah. in, in the banks too. And they're they're I don't even know that investments are insured because if you No, lose, investments usually are not. Because if my four oh one K was insured, I'd be suing somebody, Jerry. Because <laughs> it disappeared. How's that working out for you? Not great. You need a SoFi account with six hundred dollars, Al. <laughs> I need to start spreading this out. You know what the beauty is of only having an account with six hundred bucks? If it's gone, you really didn't lose anything. Right, like I didn't even remember I had that. It's terrible. All right, we gotta take a break. Five eighteen. We haven't even done anything. We'll come back. We got a lot to go in football. Yeah, I got some good football stuff. A lot of good football. I told you it's a football Friday. Um and then Boomer and Gio will rip it through until ten o'clock on the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here when I hear that uh, that John Sterling clip before we get to the football. When we were growing up, you'd be like, oh my God, so-and-so, most home runs in the history of baseball. And as a kid, you're like, wow, in the history. And as you get older, you're like, they've really been playing baseball for 150 years. It's not yeah. like for the last 2,000 years. Right, and the game, and then even just over that period, the game has changed so much. Yes. The, the, 
the records they don't, they don't mean anything. They everything has changed. Yeah, but like nothing has been around that long. Like golf's probably been around the longest. They've been playing in the seventeen hundreds. Yeah, baseball what eighteen eighty and Greco Roman wrestling. Jerry, they did that in the Olympics. Which was when? How far ago? When men wore, like, uh, fig leaves on their wieners and they would wrestle each other. <laughs> That's been around a long time, Jerry. When, I don't even know. When was the first Olympics? Uh, I'm not sure. Early 1900s or no, 1800s, I'm Eddie? before that. No, no. Back in antiquity, there were Olympic Games back in Greece. When did the Olympics like, start? In, like, the year, like, 500 B.C., 1000 wow. B.C.? The first modern Olympics were 1896. Right. So uh, that's, yeah, because you have real countries that were What about the involved. original Olympics? I don't so the know. original Olympics, though, who would have been involved in that? Well, I know Jesus has the record for hurdles. <laughs> Al, Al is correct on that. <laughs> I mean, Jerry, he is just jumping over hurdles, barefoot, enjoying himself. All right. That was the real Olympics, Jerry. That's what <laughs> I haven't watched since back then. <laughs> an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I was, uh, for whatever reason, excited he to won read. won the water walk. Everyone else drowned. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, the swimming, he just whoosh, right across, Jerry. <laughs> then when Moses went, he parted the waters <laughs> and walked right down the cement. It was a great games. Really great. 776 B.C. Wow. <laughs> By the way, so I kind of nailed it. 776 B.C. Yeah. So 2,700 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? 2,800 years ago. Boy, what do you think life looked like then? We've been very competitive, Jerry. We're a competitive uh, species. I'm serious. So uh, this is not the, the proper time for this conversation, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. B.C. before Christ. Yes? Yeah, but now that's actually not P.C. anymore. You're supposed to say B.C.E. before the common era. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. But that was before Jesus Correct. Christ. Okay. What did they believe in then? Good question. The humans that walk the earth. Like, what was the religion back then? Right. Good well, question. Well, Judaism was still there. The Greek and Roman So gods. Catholicism had not been founded yet. Well, no, because Christ wasn't right. born. Right. But it's an interesting conversation. That is then. interesting. Zoroastrianism actually predates Judaism, one of the oldest I don't know what that means. religions in the world. Scientology was around. <laughs> ben Jerry. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, yep, he time-traveled back in a DC-10. <laughs> Uh, right, mm-hmm. Let's get to the football. <laughs> We're off the rails. I, I was I was excited <laughs> to see Jerry, and maybe some are not, but I was excited to see see Ezekiel Elliott being interested in the Jets. This is what happens, Jerry, when you're the talk of the football that world. That is true. That when is Aaron Rodgers is coming to town. I did see, though, the Jets weren't excited that Ezekiel Elliott was oh, interested in the Did they the make Jets. a reaction? Yeah, the New York Post said the... Um, what? There, uh, the, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Unf- I had to do a few things before I came in here. I actually had this on my list. All right. To get uh, well, to read the Well, as you look story. for that, I'll give you the background I'm familiar with. Yes. Ezekiel Elliott said he wanted to play with either the Jets, the Eagles, or the Bengals. Yeah, I, the, the, the Eagle one irks me. Now, the Eagle one irks you, but I'll tell you this. You're about to tell me something about the Jets. Uh, Bengals coach Zach Taylor said... We like our team as where it's at right now. Was that in, in response? Yes, in response. So if Zeke Elliott has Jets, Eagles, Bengals on his list and the Bengals just scratch themselves off and you're telling me the Jets didn't seem all that excited, the only team left on his list is the Eagles. So Michael Carter, running back with the Jets, yeah, uh, tweeted out So Uh-oh. shortly after this news. <laughs> so first of all, here's the headline. 
Jets running backs not keen on Elliott's potential interest. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be keen on that either. For sure. Here's Michael Carter on, let's say, so shortly after this news landed, Jets starting running back Brees Hall wrote, uh, and then quickly deleted at Michael Carter on Twitter, I think we're good over here, Mike, whatever. How about you? And included a yawning emoji. Carter, meanwhile, retweeted himself from a day earlier, the disrespect will end. Wow. They don't want you, Zeke. So, so they're not interested. No. I actually, when you tell me Bengals, Jets, or Eagles, clearly Bengals or Jets I'm good with. Yeah. He'll end up with the Eagles. Watch. Well, why don't you? Uh, but he's, you know, long past his prime. He is. But he's you like just a, don't like the idea of, an, of a Cowboy going to the Eagles. No. Just, it, it's, just not. it's a bad it's, look. Especially not one that I did while he was never my favorite player. He wasn't. Drafted him. He was there for seven years. Had some really good seasons. I, I mean, I would say the one that hurt the most was Herschel for me because yeah. you know Herschel for me was always always a special place in my heart. When he, I didn't, I didn't mind the Giants. I didn't. Man, when he went to the Eagles and he was a special teams feat, he was phenomenal. It, that bothered me. Yeah, because you know what the Eagles would do. They would, you know, they play in the Cowboys, of course, twice a year. They would wait till they get on the goal line and hand it to Zeke. Of course they would, absolutely. And rightly so, so would I. And that, But that's what sucks if you're, like, one of the Jets running backs, right? You're going to do all the work to get your team down there. Then they're going to hand it to Zeke to punch it well, in. Well, yes and no. I mean, maybe on Thanksgiving when the Jets are playing the Cowboys, that'll happen. I don't know with these two running backs that they have. I don't know where Zeke even fits in. Yeah. Other than a third down back couple of carries a game i like that he thinks he can determine where he goes here's who i'm interested in nobody else it's got to be weird though right when you're the i would think you're a superstar one year you kind of fall off the next and then you're kind of past your prime at at 30 years old I, i still do not and it cannot be explained to me what happened in the nfl i know where you i know exactly where we went from one main running back that got fed the ball all game long. Yeah, 30 carries a game. To now running backs are considered like, do oh, oh you've got two years experience in the league. You're washed up. And it's it's not like they're they're getting the number of carries they were no. getting. No. And I'll give you another one. I said Zeke, you know, approaching 30. He's only 27. That's insane. Right. He's 27. Right, and we're like, this old, we don't need this old guy coming in. Now, in fairness, his his play has deteriorated to a certain extent for sure, but he's 27. Like, Saquon Barkley is the good one to think about. He's getting the franchise tag. He, he may ne- probably never going to get a long-term contract because each year that goes by, his value is, is you know, deteriorates. It's really amazing what's happened. But the game has changed. The game is... I'm not going to use the word vertical. The game is up and down the field. They throw it a hell of a lot more than they pass it. And the value of the running back is not what it was. And kids are stronger, faster, quicker. And you want the young blood. And because of the salary cap, after the four years, we'll go get another one. We're not paying you. We're not paying you a lot. Yeah, You know where I remember it happening first in my head is DeMarco Murray. With um, blah, blah, blah. With DeMarco the, Murray, with, with who? With the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm trying to think who was the. They and, had a two back system, but but it was like uh, he was like this great running back. Then the next year they split carries. Then the third. Then the next the year after they were like eh, goodbye. And then I think Tennessee took him and didn't do much with like. This is, uh, uh, Jerry, I'm flabbergasted. Well, but you had you had thunder and lightning with the Giants. If you had, remember, you had Tiki and Ron. Yeah, but uh, even. 
Ronda and Brandon Jacobs. But even that, like that, that feels like that was the the end of that era. Yeah, that's probably about where. Yeah, I, I would don't say like so. it one bit. I would say so. What I remember when the Cowboys had Dorsett and Herschel. That yeah. was a very strange time because Dorsett was used to getting the ball 35 times a game. And right. then they go, they get Herschel Walker. And the next thing you know, Dorsett's in Denver, I think, or somewhere. I forget where the hell he went. And there were rare teams back then, like uh, in the Bernie Kosar era of the Browns, where they had yeah. Biner and Mack. Mm-hmm. They had two, where, where, and I think the Falcons had a t- uh, two but, running backs where they each would get 1,000 yards rushing. And different types of running backs where you would have the the very the smaller shiftier quicker back and then the the big thumper yeah that would take the ball and just pound it right in your face the thunder and lightning as you said yes the that, bucks had it when i was down there with the all start and work done exactly exactly the big thick back and then the yeah. small slender fast shifty back we don't even have fullbacks anymore Barry. no did the, who do you see i remember daryl johnston to me is like the last true fullback that i remember where he was out there, eye formation, that offset eye, you know, and you saw it on 70% of the formations. That's gone. I yeah, mean, I'd, a lot of times, guys in the quarterbacks in the shotgun with one back to his right or left. Now, but the Dolphins back in the day, they had two guys rush for 1,000 yards. Was this in 776 BC? No, <laughs> 70, 72, the perfect season. Yeah. Yeah, there were, there were teams, but it was rare that would have two yep. backs. The Browns, as I mentioned, the Falcons had it. And the uh, Dolphins had three. Jim Kick also. Well, that's when they used to, like, uh, Bob Greasy would throw the ball six times a game. Literally in the Super Bowl, one of the Super Bowls, he threw seven times. <laughs> I, yeah. I like high school. It's a different game. I mean, that's like one drive now. Well, even, but even um, Jim McMahon didn't throw the ball in 85 with the right. Bears. He didn't throw the ball a ton. Even Aikman. It, you know, when the Cowboys were winning in 92, 93, 95, Aikman would have games. If you look at the stats, he would go... You know, fourteen for twenty, and then I'm like, I'm pulling up as we're sitting here. I'm pulling up Emmett Smith's stats. Emmett would run the ball thirty five yeah. times. It's it's just different. There's no, and you would think back then, no, that's when the running backs were getting pounded, but they still lasted longer yeah. and stayed so, with teams longer. I don't understand why this computer does this. So to that point, Emmett Smith played. And remember, 16-game season starting in 1990. 16, 16, 16, 14 games, but I think the 14 was the holdout the first two games. I think. I don't think he missed for injury. 15 games, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 15. Played every game. And then listen to some of these carries for the season. In 94, he ran the ball 370 times. 370 and then the next year in 95, he ran the ball 377 times. Back-to-back year. I mean, it's insane what it was as opposed to what it is now. And then you look in 2002, 16 games with the Cowboys, 250 carries. Different. Just different. Scary. I miss it. I miss it so. I know you do. When I see Tiki in the hallway later. I'm you gonna... should talk to him about it. Tiki, can I ask you a question about running backs? He'll just... Keep walking. Keep walking with his fancy scarf and sweater on. <laughs> Best dressed guy here. Oh my gosh, Jerry. He's so well dressed. He is a handsome fellow. He's got the various uh he wears very tight clothing. He does. Because he's muscular. Because the muscles will bulging oh, yeah, through. Very muscular. So yeah. he's got a nice uh scarf. You know or he hat. does push ups and planks during commercial breaks during his show. Is that right? That is very I walk in there, 
and either Brandon or him's on the ground planking. <laughs> what are we doing in here, guys? I've been starting this past week. I've been uh, doing push-ups in the office sometimes. Nice. It was embarrassing, though, when Spike walked in the one day. It was weird. It looked like I was humping the floor. And he's like, what are we doing here? He probably thought you were humping yeah. the floor. <laughs> By the way, let me give you Greasy's stats for Super Bowl 7 and 8. 8 of 11 for 88 <laughs> yards. Was he the game MVP? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then in Super Bowl 8, 6 of 7 for 73. That is unbelievable. You talk about a different. That's right now the first drive of a game. Yeah. So right, we got to take a break. It's 539. When we come back, more football promise and basketball and sports. Yeah, a lot of sports. And then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. We have to jot down something for the podcast next week. Jot it down, Jerry. About the song, The Twist. All right, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna put it in my notes. I, I make, oh, good, yeah, I yeah. Make notes. I heard that song this morning coming in. Wait, you heard the twist? I did. What the hell were you listening to? <laughs> I was, I was bouncing all over. Pat Boyle went to commercial. I'm bouncing around. Even CBS FM ain't playing the twist. And I heard the twist. But there's a line. There's a line in the twist that has right. me a little. My eyes a little cockeyed. We can talk about Monday. We'll break it down, Jerry, on a Monday Let's post game again. Yes, podcast. I love it. I love it. I love it, Jerry. I think I'm, I'm thinking of doing something uh, out of my comfort zone. Watching the games tonight. <laughs> not that uncomfortable, Jerry. Not that uncomfortable. No, I am going to watch the Princeton game tonight. I think. Um, Starts at nine oh five. I know that's going to be. A I think I think you'll be there for the opening tip. I don't think you'll be there after halftime. That's fair. That's what I think, and I, not because you don't want. Well, you probably wouldn't, but I think you'll be. I think you're just going to pass out. I think you're right, but I'm going to try to get a nap in. But I'm considering uh, doing something out of my comfort zone. I want to see John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, I, I you told me that. I love this idea. You gotta, I love John love Mellencamp. This. Uh, I think he's one of the – I put him number three performer for me behind Bruce Springsteen and, of course, Paul Westerberg, who I love. But then John Mellencamp's right there. You mentioned John Mellencamp on the podcast about a month ago, and yeah. I remember going through Spotify. I'm like, well, I don't really have many songs. There's got to be 25 John Mellencamp songs I know. Yeah, and then probably 10 albums you've never heard a single song of. Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, you talk about a big pool of songs to pull for My Big God. pool, Jerry. So I'm like, I want to go see John Mellencamp. He's another guy like Bruce Springsteen. He's like 70 years old. And John Mellencamp even had a heart attack in the past. Wow. I don't know how much longer. He's still chain smoking, Jerry. You know what I mean? That's a man. Is he really? That's a man right there, Jerry. He's chain smoking. He had a heart attack. Or stupid. That's really what that is. But he's playing, and I want to go see him. And he's playing Beacon Theater, which I have no interest in coming into New York. Okay. Then I went, I saw he's playing in Philly. Beacon Theater, by the way. Great venue. Yeah. Went there. That's where I saw Seinfeld last week. Yeah. Tremendous. I mean, hey. <laughs> Shut up, Al. I mean, hey, Jerry. <laughs> he was very funny. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I want to go see John Mellencamp in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to do it. Now, if you do this. fly there and do it. I th- and you should. And you should book yeah. it today so that you don't think twice about it. Right. Will you stop at your alma mater? I did look. It's hours away. It's from, too far? Yeah. Indiana's a big state. Yeah, I know. I know. But, I mean, what a summer this will be for me, Jerry. I go see Bruce Springsteen in New Jersey. Right. And go see John Mellencamp in Indiana. Go see Bob Dylan in Minnesota. That would be all. Uh, Jerry, if I could get that trifecta. That would be pretty cool. That would be really cool. And then maybe you go see a country artist in Texas. Mm. Mm. Now now we're talking about a summer. This is a summer, Jerry. The sum- You wanted to do the summer This is summer your of- summer of 69. <laughs> 69! <laughs> you got that right, Jerry. Now, I did check the, um, you know, 
you can go online now and just look at set lists yeah. you know, be, you know, before you go to a concert. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this artist doing for the most? You know, I do love John Mellencamp. There are probably five songs that I have no idea what these are. Okay. Uh, but the other ones. But the other ones I love. How many does he perform in a concert? Uh, Would you give me 25? 25. That's I think pretty, that's fair. That's pretty good. Yeah. Does he have an opening act? Or is it just think John so. Mellencamp? I think it's just John Like Bruce Mellencamp. does have an opening act, no right? opening act, yeah. Right. Chill out. Here we go. When we're ready, we rock. John Mellencamp, baby. I love John Mellencamp. Did you see someone tweeted at Bruce Springsteen the other day that there was a man and wife in the pit? Yeah, actually, it was last night in Buffalo. Is that where it was? Yeah. I don't know where I, I saw it. On, I think I saw it on Twitter this morning. Yeah, they were I would in love their... to know if they actually got that to yes. them and said anything and congratulated them. Yeah. It That's was, cool. They must have just come from their wedding and went to see go to Bruce Springsteen in Buffalo. That's That would be something like Flegelman would have done with his wife, get married, go see Taylor Swift. Right. Leave, yeah. leave everybody behind at the party. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. I love old rockers now, Jerry. I love an old rocker because I well, feel like an old you're rocker. You're old. Yeah. I think that's why I like old rockers. Because we're, we're of that age now. Like, yeah. Even when I like listening to the music of my childhood. Yes. We're all old. I mean, Jerry, you were doing the twist in your car and the ride in. That today. is true, but that's not why I was listening to that. Like Anthony Kiedis, you were telling me about that story that was in the paper the other day. Well, who was the girl again? Iona. Ioni Sky. Right. He's 60. Yeah. it's fa- It really is fascinating. They're still rocking. Jerry, I had a misleading headline, and I'm proud of myself for going in and reading the rest of the article. Good for you. And I'm going to blame Pro Football Talk because they're the ones who put the headline hmm. up, but I find it misleading. I'll read you the headline. Yeah. Former Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore mm-hmm. excited to play with, quote, a legit quarterback. That looks like Sean Watson. It sounds yeah. like he's just killing everybody that was with the Jets. Correct. But when, that's not what it was. No, was someone asked him, hey... Uh, uh, what are your thoughts about playing with Deshaun Watson? He goes, yeah, he's a legit quarterback. I don't think he was taking a shot at the Jets. But this is what we he do. He didn't go out of his way and go, attention press. I finally got myself a legit quarterback. Correct. Now, here, now, what do you think around the country? How many talking heads are going to sit there and, well, I guess we really have to be here or in Cleveland, yeah, I suppose. That's the only one but you care. could make the case that there will be a talk show host that will rip him apart for that, for saying something he really didn't say. Right, because in, initially I just grabbed the headline. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, let me see what the context of this was. So the headline reader did his job. Headline writer did his yeah, job. Yeah, did his job. He got you to read the article. Yeah. You know what this... He did get me to read the article. Give that guy a raise. Then, uh, how about this, Jerry? On the heels of Giselle Bunchen going uh, and talking to Vanity Fair magazine. I saw Tom Brady's response. He bought into the Aces. What does that mean? Bought into the Aces. He's part owner of the Las Vegas oh, Aces. I thought that was a saying. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, for the record. That is great. I was oh, about he, to Google it. He bought into the Vegas Aces. What is that? It's a WNBA team. I think a championship team, too. Why? I mean. I think he's partners with Mark Davis now. That sounds like a terrible investment. Partners with Mark Davis. Guess who's going to be in Vegas playing quarterback <laughs> next December? <laughs> Tom just, Brady. <laughs> I never know. Jimmy G gets hurt for the 19th time. Here comes Tom Brady. Running out. Kicking him to the curb again. <laughs> you never know. Well, anyway, Jerry, uh, uh, Tom Brady came out after that Giselle Bunchen interview where, where she talked about Tom Brady, and he he dropped a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. Who the hell is that? Oh, he's a poet, Jerry. He's quite a poet. Okay. Uh, This quote, including a reference to, quote, the betrayal of false friends. Because I guess Giselle was saying they were still friends. People get divorced, they hate one another, don't they? 
you can tell, like, when someone, man or woman, because I was initially going to say this is a woman thing, but Tom Brady ain't no woman. It's a human thing. When a person is scorned, they just drop quotes on Instagram and Twitter. You can tell. It's amazing on one part. I love you. Can't live without you. Yeah. Five years later, I hate you, you (laughs) biatch. That's unbelievable. That's what's so funny about all these articles, whether they're Giselle or about Tom Brady. You see all the wonderful photos of them together. It's unreal. Smooching on the field after the Super Bowl. It's crazy, isn't it? Relationships are nuts. Now they're Ralph Waldo Emerson, everybody. Quick break. Boomer and Geo next. Odyssey Sports Minute brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got like 10 seconds left. Biggest thing you didn't get to go. Hmm. That Braxton Berrios not only broke up with the Jets, he broke up with his uh, Sophia Well, Coppo. she broke up with him, I think. Oh. And you would think she'd want to stay with him. He's in Miami go now. Miami. Like you stay with him here. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.